0: The show. Ten years now this team hasn't played in the final series. What has to change at the Tigers? Uh, we're in the process of changing that and no doubt people continually refer to 10 years but it's about the future and where we're going.
1: Uh, that's one thing that I've spoken about quite a bit about the transformation of what we're doing at the club. Uh, you, know, you saw a lot of youth out there. Um, yeah, we have, I think, 12 blokes sitting on the sideline, so we will be a different team next year. But what we have got now, we've got a lot of experience with these younger guys moving forward and uh,
0: understanding what it takes to play first grade. Be the ball. Hey everybody! Welcome to another edition of Not the Footy Show. Yes, two episodes in one week. I'm joined by Mr. Rob Cox. Hello, Coxmith. Good, mate. How are you? Good, good. I'm Warwick Nicholson. This is episode 243 of Not the Footy Show. And mate, we teased this last episode. We teased the fact we'd be talking tigers. We'd be talking Tiger Town. And not only would be talking Tiger Town, we'd be talking Queensland Town as well, because apparently there's an opening up there as well. But is there an opening at the Tigers? That is the question that we are, are jumping into on this episode. This is the coaching merry-go-round. We're going to start off with the most important question of the day. Hmm. Sideshow Rob again, or do you want something different?
1: Uh, yeah, let's do something different.
0: Okay, I'll give you, you know that. I'll the give you that rest of the show to think about it if you want. I oh, know, know what that. it is. I just
1: thought of it. Ooh, I just thought okay. of it you know the jaws poster you know jaws the shark
0: which the original one
1: yeah you know the jaws poster just remove the jaws bit off it and have the shark coming up out of the water
0: and just do rob i
1: don't yeah i don't know why i just thought of it
0: okay we'll do our best i wanted to start off with uh, a quote here from the west tigers chairman Cocksmith, uh, yep. this uh, basically uh, 24 hours after the game where they got done by the Tigers. This is uh, Hadji Pantelis. Madge was asked in yesterday's press conference that he answered, and he answered yes, that he was very positive on that, as in, is he the man for the job? The man is well credentialed. He's got a premiership to his name. He is absolutely committed, passionate and dedicated. There is no questioning that whatsoever. But, and as Tony Kornheiser says, there's always a but, the results this year have not borne out to our expectations and more importantly, the expectations of our fans and members. And so part of the review process is why the club is doing so well off the field. If you heard that one before and why there seems to be such a disconnect between that level of success off the field and the performances on the field. That's something that has to be addressed. Whew. Yeah. Pretty heavy comments from the West Tigers chairman.
1: Mm. Uh yeah, but he, look, here's the thing, mate, is um the thing the thing that's in, in Madge's favor is that he's got another two years to go. He's signed until the end of 2023. Uh, if they get rid of him, apparently there's a clause, from what I understand, there's a clause in his contract that says he has to be paid out for one full year if okay. his contract was pulled short at any time, which means they'd have to pay him out about 800 grand. I'm not sure they've got it. Um, well, if they're so good out. off
0: the field. Do they have? Do they not have the money?
1: Mm. Well, it's a it's a good question. Uh, oh. I'd suggest that they probably don't have the eight hundred grand to pay him, willy nilly like that. I think, I think. I think Madge is going to survive. Um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure that the results are there for him to survive. I, I think. Mm. Um, The stats would say, especially with his time at the Tigers, um, that he has definitely not overachieved. Um, Mm -hmm. In in saying that, mate, he, he, you know, he. No, I don't know off the top of my head, but I'm sure
0: you do because you've got the computer in front of you. (laughs) I've got the computer in front of you. What are we looking? So I think it's three years he's been at the Tigers. Is that right? So 2019 he joined. Third third year. Yeah. So just to give people a bit background, at the South Sydney Rabbitohs, which was his first job. He coached 153 times for 85 wins at a success rate of 55.6%. One premiership and one grand final in that run. Uh, Then he was removed and the Tigers picked him up in 2019. In 2019, the Tigers were 11 and 13 in 24 games and they finished ninth, I do believe. Let me just double check that for everyone. Yes, they did. And they were a point out of the top eight. Now, the big joke with the Tigers is, oh, they finished ninth every year. Not true. In 2020, in a 20 game season, Michael Maguire, seven wins and 13 losses. And where do you think the Tigers finished, What's It's 11th. 11th, correct. And then this year, the Tigers go backwards again. Or they actually, sorry, sorry, they improve. My bad. How dare I say that? Or did they improve? I guess it's 24 games versus 20, but eight wins, 16 losses in 24 games. And the Tigers finish in 13th. They've gone back two positions in each of the two subsequent years of Maguire being in charge. That's not a a, a rosy picture, especially given, I think, the fact that one of the arguments made for Maguire is, oh, he's stuck with this roster. Well, he's had three years to, to make amends on this roster and they've actually gone backwards. I'm not saying he's had carte blanche to basically bring everyone he wants in. But he's obviously had the ability to get rid of players over this time. And they did cast off quite a bit of um, cap space in this last offseason. They're going to do it again, obviously, this offseason. But that win percentage at the Tigers, just to bring it up, it's
1: 38.2%. Yeah, it's not good. Um, you know, I, I think I think there's only one or two coaches in the competition that have got a worse record. Um, than than McGuire as it stands at the moment with this particular mm. club. The thing with the Tigers is there's there's issues that are beyond Madge and there's some issues that can be solved by Madge maybe mm. or that uh, that he has his hands directly connected to, but there's other issues. I mean, they haven't. When was the last time they made a marquee signing? Um, Pen- you know, and i not talking who- about.
0: <laughs> Who Justin Packer considers to be paying, a marquee signing.
1: Yeah. I'm not talking about paying overs for for Packer or Embi or Josh Reynolds or Madeline. anyone like that. No. Um, Embi, where they paid overs, I said Embi. Um, they, they paid Embi up to the tune of
0: twice,
1: up to the tune of 800 grand. Yeah. The bloke's not worth 400. I mean, and I'm not being harsh, but you know, um, I de- I didn't see great things from him from from him at the Bulldogs. Mm. Um, all of a sudden, he turned into a golden boy by going to the Tigers. Um, yeah. You know, and they they've put up with it for years, um, but they can't attract players. Now, is it the coach, or is it the CEO, or is it a combination? I'm not sure. Is but it only just-,
0: just attract players though, coxmith Because I think part of it, well, has, it has to be retention, but- doesn't it?
1: Well, their retention is terrible, but it's been that you can't blame that on Match. They lost their three big players not under Match. Um, you know, they lost uh, Tedesco, Woods, and, Mo- and Moses yeah. um, not under Match. So you, you can't blame that on him. I'm, I'm all for throwing a coach under the bus if they're not performing, but mm. that was out of his hands. Um, you could probably more, more blame the player manager that's no longer in business, but is in business, but isn't in business anymore, um, for that because he just wanted to control the club. But yeah. um, here's the thing: let's look at. Let's just quickly look at the Tigers. Their their number one spine. Okay, everyone knows that the spine is the most important part of the team. Now, who's their who's their fullback? I mean, we had we had. <laughs> uh, that's such a good question. They don't even know. Right. So, but we had Dane, Dane Laurie this Dane year. Lurie. Dane Laurie. Dane Laurie. You know, good player. Um, I like him. Six.
0: Who's their six? Well, six. Knows most, who's their six most of the year it was uh, Do I or Dewey or however you say his name. Uh, he was Dewey, in the team. Yep. At, he played uh, what, seven games, eight games at 58 and he played six games at centre, and then he finished the year with five games or six games at five-eighth, and he got injured. Um, yep. We are but we've both been on this camp in the podcast we've done this year. I think we both agree he's not a six. Uh he's not a yep. guy who needs to step up and run the side because he doesn't. And there was a really telling part of um that Tales from Tiger Town bit that they left in for the last uh episode. And it was Madge, I think, just before I think he just moved him back to five I think. I'm not sure which game it was. And he actually it would have been, he would have probably said this a thousand times during the year, but one they left in was he called out Dewey for not getting involved. And he said, this is where Adam's got, get Adam to get in there. And I just want him touching the ball the whole time. And I don't think that happened. And I think that's mm. a bit what Dewey is. He can be really good if the ball gets to him. But I don't know if he's, you know, the guy that you want to be in there alongside Brooks, who's obviously still a halfback at this stage. Um, so, yeah, if you want to argue, you say that Dewey's the six and Brooks is the seven, who's the nine?
1: Well, is the nine little or or is it Simpkins
0: or who is who is the well, nine? Sim, well, Simpkins. Well, no longer there. He's he's now going to your club. Aren't you lucky? Yeah. Uh, uh, I think Simpkins got ability, but it was really strange to see how he was used this year by Maguire because he he supplanted Liddell pretty quickly. Uh, I'm just looking at the stats here, and uh, Little was the the starting hooker for the first five rounds, and all of a sudden it was Simpkins' team for four weeks. And then Simkin was pulled out of first grade,
1: and and, and I thought I thought Simkin went well. I, I don't know why he was pulled. Whether it's just because he's young and and he needed the time away, I'm, I'm not too sure. But but the, the, the fact remains is that their spine is rotating. We're not mm-hmm. getting a, other than other than uh, the halfback. Um, we're not really getting a solid um, a sense of uh, you know solidarity there. That's not it's not remaining the same. Um, now, I know when things aren't working, you should probably change them, but you also need some stability. Um, mm-hmm. You know, going to their halfback, their chief playmaker, uh, I've said this last week, he needs a new club. Um, yeah. And I think the club needs him to have a new club. Um, but who do you replace him with? Okay, you've got um, uh, Hastings coming next year, yeah. um, Jackson Hastings, who I think is more of a six than a seven. He's more mm-hmm. of your second fiddle playmaker. Um they say he's bulked up a little bit and, and they slated him to even play a ball-playing lock kind of a role. But okay. they need a, a ball-playing... They need, they need a playmaker in that <laughs> yeah, team. playmaker. That's what they need,
0: yeah. Well, uh, By was, was their chief creative player when he was playing fullback. And you know, if that doesn't mm-hmm. underscore things, yep. I don't know what does. And but, he's actually setting up tries. Well, if you want to use the stats argument, he was setting up tries at, at fullback.
1: But I guess the question, the main question is, why have they gone backwards? Is it yeah, other teams have improved and they haven't, clearly? Or is it because they've actually gone backwards? Um, this year was a pretty soft competition.
0: Hmm.
1: Not the hardest year to get into the eight.
0: Um, they also chose to get rid compared. of Benji. Remember, at the start of the year, they said that, Benji, you've, you've done enough for us. Off you go. Yep. Uh, and and that, was, that was probably the decision that I looked at and just went, I don't understand it. Because Benji, once he got back in the team, actually played pretty good football last year. And yeah. Madge going into his third year, unless it's a personality thing, I didn't understand it because third year, Madge, you got to you got to really push for that semi semi-final spot. If you don't make it, you don't make it. Look, all the arguments will come out. Oh, Tiger's ninth, ha, 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 ha. But the moment that he moved Benji on, I was like, I don't know what this year is supposed to be. I really don't. Is it a rebuilding year or is it, you know, you think you're going to contend? And then you look at the tiles from Tiger Town comments and, he had a firm belief this team was going places, and if anything, underscored the, the performance thirty eight nil drubbing by the Bulldogs in the last round is those players, they didn't show much belief back, did they?
1: Look, I, I don't, I don't think that, I don't think uh, Madge needs to be all that um, uh, loyal to the players he's got because most of them won't show up for him. You saw that in mm. the last round. Most, yeah. most of them won't show up um, and and play for the coach. Um, they got, they got flogged by the wooden spooner. Um, that in itself is probably the most embarrassing performance of this year for, for that team. Um, and, it's a, and and that was a, you know, there's certain things you can blame the coach for, but when it comes down to you playing the, the wooden spooners um, to, to maybe play for a contract or to play for your, your coach's contract um, and you don't show up, then that's on you, baby. That's not yeah. on the coach. Um, you know, you can put a lot of things on the coach, but you, you can't put attitude like that on the coach. But now we see this week in this article that now it's going to be up to the players whether Madge stays or not. I mean, uh, who said that? Who did say that? Was that Pascoe that said that? I, I
0: don't know. I think he sent because, me something that Because that.
1: whoever said that sounds like they've been on the wacky tobacky. If that's a, well, if that's what they're going to do, if they're going to let the the, the lunatics run the asylum then someone has been smoking something.
0: You you use the word attitude there, and that'll be the dictating element in whether the players back him or not. At the course of the season, as I said, the Tigers finished eight wins and 16 losses. It's not good. It's 13th in the comp. Uh, The highest they ranked through the entire year was 11th. That was once. Uh, They were 14th, 15th, 13th, 15th, 14th, 13th, 11th, 14th. They got back to 12th, and then they lost that game against the Warriors. If you remember, that was an absolutely horrendous performance. Yep. Then they bounced back yep. with two wins against Canterbury and North Queensland, those two perennial powerhouses, and got mm. to 13th. And then they finished the season and lost it into Cronulla, Penrith, and then Canterbury. But the attitude thing I want to bring up, you can say an 8-16 and 16 record, yeah, it's not good. It's not atrocious, but it's not good. But here's the kicker. The Tigers won two, two games twice all year in a row. Yep. Otherwise, it was two losses a win. Four losses, a win, a loss, a win, a loss, two wins, three losses, a win, two losses, two wins, and three losses. Now, if you want to focus on attitude, it's the inability for the players to actually put any kind of streak of performance together. And that was, again, part of that West Tigers uh, doco. You could see he'd go, how good was winning? You could see him. he talked to the players and go, this, you know, don't you love this feeling? And then a week later, he's sitting in the dressing room after the match, just flabbergasted, like, where'd that come from? You Guys, have, have, yeah. have, don't use the word, but haven't shown up. I'll be nice, I'll use that word. Um, again, you know, yeah, and that was yeah. seen to be Madge the whole year. It was like, I believe in you, and then he'd stand there in front of him, and it was like, You don't have it, boys. He, here's
1: the, here's the thing though, here's a, here's a little nugget from some people that know, okay, mm-hmm. and we know Madge won't be listening to our podcast, but if anyone who knows Madge, Um, who has Madge's ear. I've heard on more than one occasion from players who have been coached by Madge, and mate, I'm not making this up. The players go off him because he flogs them. He's a very, very hard taskmaster. He doesn't let up on them. He absolutely annihilates them in pre-season, which I get, Mm -hmm. and then there'll be phases during the year where he will flog them again and again and again. I think he... You know, he's definitely a a taskmaster coach, and what happens with those kind of coaches is they tend to lose the room a little bit mm. within their careers at certain times. I think if Madge could learn to ease up a little bit and not be so intense, there might that that might be a bit of a key. I mean, players players these days in in this era where where this generation of players. Is, they, they don't really like being flogged too hard. Mm. Uh, they can still turn up, but they're don't. They they're not, not enjoying that that real hardcore grind all the time. And I, and I think that's what happens with some coaches. They, they get a generation gap where they don't know how to communicate or how to express themselves um, with a certain generation of player. Um, so that would be my suggestion. But I, look, I don't think they're going to fire him because I, I don't think they can afford to. Okay. um which means you, you know i mean Phil Gould has said this a number of times you either you either change the players or you change the coach because if something's not working those two that combination of player and coach isn't going to work going forward hmm. so do they have a big clean out how many can they clean out how many do they want to pay you know pay to go somewhere else because the tigers over the years have done plenty of this Sacking coaches and players and paying for those players to to play somewhere else. Mm. So, what that says to me is, first of all, the fish rots from the head down. There's a time for it, there's time for a change in the head office um, because things just are clunking along. They're just they're only you know they're, they're not going smoothly.
0: There's no you know what's the three year plan? What's well, the plan for next will year? Will that be Tim Sheens' role because he's coming in as effectively head of football? Uh, to set up part or to develop what pathway situations have been set up to have an influence on the recruitment, but he's stuck in the UK. Yep. I, I get the sense that he's been brought in to look after PASCO, but I don't sense that the Tigers as a whole want to go through a worse year in 2022 to come out the other side in 2023. To me, and that that was if you if you gutted the roster more than what they've done already. It just—it just smells like Maguire's is the guy that's going to cop it here. That's to, to me. That's what it smells like because you remember that line I go back to uh, Haji Pentelis is that you know, off the field we're doing tremendous. Off the field with line. Pasco said it, and he even made that special effort. Remember I mentioned it in the time that he visited uh, the Meriden guy. You know, he said, "Oh, we're such a good team off the field. Once we can, you know, marry that up to the on-field performances, we're going well." And I'm just like, "Oh, yeah." You know what, though? It's it down my
1: throat. And anyone that does that, anyone that does that to me, uh, when they start telling you how good they're going, when they're not really going good, they're trying to play the Jedi mind trick on you. Um, Who says they're going so great off the field? Says who? How
0: many times has he said it? Now, even the the chairman said it.
1: Oh. But yeah, but what are they doing off the field? Tell me, what are they doing off the field? They've got a new center of
0: excellence, mate. It's going to be part of the community that no one can use for the next three years while we're still locked down. Oh, I man. just
1: want to know what I just want to know what move are they like a storm? are, are they into uh, property and and other businesses that they're kicking goals? I, I don't know. I, I have, you know I know the, I know the storm do amazing things in other facets of business because they're mm-hmm. set up like a business. Um, they've got big big property holdings of property, um, they've got mining interests and things like that. What are the tigers doing so good away from the field that they someone's happy to stand on top of the mountain and tell you how good they're
0: doing? I
1: want to I want to know what they're doing. Whatever's you know so
0: good. Let us know because we'd like to know. Yeah. I, I well want enough. to bring it back to this, this question for you, uh, Coxsmith. We had five coaches, I think, change uh last season. Um six in total, if you conclude Morris the start of this season. Uh, how many of those teams do you reckon had improved seasons in 2021 who got rid of their coach from 2020? I'll give you there's six, six sides.
1: Okay. Okay, so there's Cronulla because we spoke about yep. Morris. Um, on on paper, um, where did they finish last year? I mean, let's just they talk made about the finals. That. They were in eighth. Okay, so they've done the same thing again this year.
0: No, they have missed the finals this time.
1: That's right. Sorry, they missed the finals over the Titans.
0: So um, they actually went backwards. They were uh, ten and ten last year in the regular season. Yep, and lost the yep. game in the finals. And then they got rid of Morris after he That's was right. two and three, and they replaced him with Hannay slash It's given. And they went eight and eleven yeah. under um, Hanoi, and they missed the finals. So they went backwards, and they changed their coach. Okay.
1: So, so what I say there is, um, for an interim coach to be on the edge of the of the finals is probably not a bad effort. But um, you'd have to say that they've clearly gone backwards. Um yep. In saying yep. that, they will go forwards next year, I believe, with Fitzgibbon. It's
0: a, it's a funny spot, being that sort of what uh, like they ten and fourteen. Because improvement isn't that far away, but they also weren't that far away from the finals this year. And we don't know; we can't say for certain that ten and fourteen gets you on the cusp of the finals next year. It shouldn't. Um, if we recall, yep. um, what four years ago, every team pretty much was fifteen and nine, and if you weren't fifteen and nine, you didn't make the finals. So it's a big gap.
1: Yeah, I think I think Cronulla have have got a better year coming. A lot, a lot due to uh, obviously the new coach coming on board. He's, a, he's an unproven coach as far as a head coach goes, mm. but he's certainly been a very, very good assistant coach um, at all levels um, over the last uh, seven or eight years. Uh, but I think they've also recruited pretty good. Um, where they've been deficient, I believe, is in the halves this year. Um, Chad Townsend, uh, Matt Moylan through a lot of injury uh, and Sean Johnson through one thing or another. Um, I think bringing Nico Hines into the team is going to help them out. Um and and also just the stability that I think Fitzgibbon will offer. I think they'll go one better next year and they'll make the eight next year. Okay. Um, I believe. Uh, but right. for this year they've gone they've gone back a peg.
0: Yeah. Okay. do you know
1: the team? So the next team that's changed coaches Warriors. be the Warriors.
0: Yep. Yep. So they got rid uh, of Stephen Kearney uh, after six games last year. Uh, yep. and then they replaced him with Todd Payton. And then this year Nathan Brown came on board. So do you reckon they went forwards or backwards?
1: Yeah, uh, I'd say I'd say
0: they went slightly forward. They actually went backwards. They finished yeah. eight and sixteen, and last yeah. year they were eight and twelve. So their four were four losses worse off. I know there was more games, but they also the yeah. percentage definitely went back the other the way. The ratio. Um, Peyton yeah, was six okay. and eight last year um, yeah. in his last fourteen games, and Brown eight and sixteen. Mm. Yeah, I I didn't like what I saw from him this year at all.
1: Uh, Uh, I didn't I didn't like the last two or three weeks. I didn't mind what I saw in the middle. There was some there was a bit of courage shown there in the middle and and I think whenever whenever we talk about the Warriors of 20 and 21, Mm. we've got to understand the fact that they're away from home and 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 of twenty two.
0: You've you've seen the you've seen the headline. They're going to be based at Redcliffe next year. Are they really? It's happening again. Whether it's for the whole year or not, it's not a matter. But I feel sorry for them because I mean, as you say, what can you what can you put down to? I just didn't like how they dealt with that RTS uh, and, and shoving him off to the wing in what was going to be his last year. I know that Reese Walsh was the, the um, you know, the golden child and all the rest of it. But, yeah, I, I just it's – it's been a missed opportunity with him the last few years, RTS. Um, and, I mean, today, Toe Harris won their Player of the Year award and he played 15 games this year. <laughs>
1: um,
0: he's pretty important to them. Uh, let's go with your Dragons. That was 7-13 and 13 last year.
1: Yeah, mate. I, look, I don't care what, I don't care where they ended up on the on the board. They've gone up, buddy. I, They've gone up, mate. Uh, they're 16. playing a, they're playing a uh, an awful brand of football. Um, that's dour and uh, very much like the coaches, uh, dour, and um, you know, I don't think they're they're not the type of team that's going to grind out a win just with that kind of play. Um, I think their recruitment has been ordinary. Um, and uh, I've got no confidence going forward.
0: Well, remember we spoke earlier in the year, and they were flying. They were four from five, and I was just steadfast in my belief that they'd played a really soft draw, and they weren't the team that everyone was saying they were. Yep. They won four games in the first five rounds, and they won four games the rest of the way. They actually lost their last three, six, eight games in a row. Yep. And to to put that in perspective, they played um, teams that they could have beaten, Uh, Gold Coast, Canberra, uh, Cowboys, those three games are winnable. Um, They had some other tougher games, admittedly, but you just finished the season. They were in seventh spot when they uh, won their last game in round 16, and they finished 8-16. and
1: I'm not blaming the barbecue one little bit,
0: (sighs) although
1: although Griffin would be blaming the barbecue. I don't blame the barbecue any way, shape, or form. I'd say to the board at St George... Uh, please start looking for a new coach now and and uh, because griffin's got this next year on his contract look for a new one now and please you know consult them to any signings going forward um, mm-hmm. otherwise you're gonna get locked in to mediocrity for the next three years.
0: If you Let's don't get out of it at the end of next second. year. Yeah. 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 Uh, I, was say, rule, rule, I was gonna say if you don't
1: sorry. I was gonna say if you don't get out of it if you don't get out of it by by the end of twenty two you'll be locked into it until the end of 2024. So yep. um, please don't make the same mistakes you've made in the past by signing an average coach. Mm-hmm. You know, Get a good coach, whether it be a young coach or not. I, I had a bit of hope for Dean Young. The only thing that I didn't like about Dean Young is he'd been there in the mediocre years. Mm. Um, he'd also been there when they won a premiership. But um, if you want to settle for mediocrity and finishing you know, anywhere between uh, 13th and, and 11th, Stick with what you're doing because that's exactly what you're going to get. You
0: know, sorry, mate, go ahead. That's all right. That's all right. Um, I was just saying two years ago, they brought in Phil Gould to do a review at the end of the year and something Phil often referred to that off season was that he, he'd made some suggestions, but they pretty much had been ignored. And that's why he wasn't involved with them. Um, he basically said, these are things that you need to fix. And instead of bringing him on board, which they probably could have, um, yeah, he's now gone to the Warriors, and then he's now at the Bulldogs. So, is that a missed opportunity for the Dragons? The next team is the Cowboys, mate.
1: Yeah, Cowboys. Uh, Cowboys
0: have gone backwards. I'd suggest. Technically, they've gone up. They went from five and fifteen last year to seven, to seven and seventeen this year. Um, but I didn't see it. Uh, they finished second last. For crying out loud. Um, one win from round 14 to 25. And that was over your Dragons.
1: Mm. One win. Yeah, good. You know? Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, mate. Um, I got I, as high I'm as seven. I'm
1: so disinterested in them. Yep. Mm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd say fail. Yeah. I agree. don't care if they've come up.
0: Uh, Bulldogs. Um, Three and 17 last year. Three and 21 this year. Did they go backwards <laughs> under Barrett? They've gone backwards for the last two years, really. I don't think they could have. I, I, I felt like two years ago they, they dropped to that lowest low ebb, and they just haven't moved. They've just sort of it's yeah. just, just been that the whole time. Team uh, pay was one and eight to start the year last year, and then Baz comes in, and if they don't beat the Tigers in that last round, Barrett is two and twenty two for the season. There's a lot yeah, still, do next
1: year. but still, three and twenty-one ain't all that good either, mate. Let's <laughs> let's be honest. I mean, I, it is. I don't know. If, I don't. I don't know if Baz would be, uh, you know, puffing his chest out on that on that one win against the Tigers. For, for, Look, they
0: did lose Michael Morgan after two games to start of the year, but yeah, just a very disappointing all round effort from them uh, this year. Uh, the last team is Brisbane, mm. because believe it or not, my friend. The yep. only way is a sorry, I shouldn't be singing. Um, yeah, they improved. They improved. They
1: they, they they looked all right in the last four weeks, five weeks.
0: Yep. So three and seventeen in 2020, and seven and seventeen in 2021. Uh, yep. Two wins from the last four, three wins from the last nine or ten. Um, yeah, it's it's not pretty, but it's not atrocious.
1: Yeah, I, I, mate. I think I think Kevy, while not over the moon with that, would be okay with it. Um, it's okay. improvement. It'll it'll get him another year or two, I would suggest. Um, and uh, you know, uh, I, I think, like you say, the only way's up when you're kind of um, hanging out down there in the bottom.
0: And a a big element of all this is that obviously Fafita went in the off season. Uh, Carrigan only played eight games that vaunted forward pack that we kept getting told about with Lodge and, and all these other guys, uh, Pangai Jr. They actually played better football without them. It's pretty telling. Yeah. It's pretty telling indeed, yeah. that, that amazing yeah. forward pack that they, they'd assembled. It actually, results went up when they got rid of half or over half that, um, that uh, forward pack. I guess the message here as we wrap this part of the show up is if you're going to make a change with a bad side, you're not going to make massive strides the next year. Look at every no. example, every example, apart from the Broncos were the team with the biggest uptick. But as much as you'd say, oh, four more wins this year, you wouldn't say they were, you know, a phenomenal football side this year. Oh, they were, they were no. very poor in a lot of games. So uh, just, just as we temper everything we've said about Maguire and the Tigers and off the field, on the field, just know that change doesn't mean you're going to get um, value. The big test will be for all these coaches that came in in 2021. Is what do they back it up with next year? Because two years is a long time in coaching in rugby league. Isn't it?
1: Oh, mate, totally. And it, it can be the difference between a, a premiership and a wooden spoon. I mean, it's a there's there's a big you know things change in probably four week blocks in mm. in rugby league. Yep. You know, yep. it can all your whole your whole the coach's career can can, can Kind of hang by the balance by one injury um, or one loss that shouldn't have shouldn't have happened. So um, I, you couldn't pay me to be an NRL coach. Um, I, I couldn't. I wouldn't. Couldn't do it. Um, it's a, just a roller coaster ride. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, um, absolutely. Uh, I've got great respect for all of them. All sixteen of those head coaches. I got respect for, for not only their footballing now because they'd all be smart but also with their resilience, with yeah. um, the crap that they'd cop from fans and from uh, the media and from everything else. So hats off to them. Um, but on the flip side of that, when you put yourself forward as an NRL coach, you know what you're getting yourself into. Correct. You know you're going to get scrutinised. You know you're going to lose games and hopefully you're going to win some games. But um, maybe I've been a little bit tough on uh, the Dragons coach. Um, but, you know, what? the other thing that people have got to remember is, you know, you're passionate about your footy team. Um, You you want your team to win. Mm. And when you see some of the decisions that get made at that board level that affects the football team down, um, you shake your head and wonder why you even follow it sometimes.
0: I hear. Look, we'll be back after the break to have a quick look at the teams for the finals that have been named since we did the preview at the start of the week. And also Paul Green, gone from Queensland. Not The Footy Show. I love the smell of-, of the finals in the morning. All right, we're back. It's episode 243 of Not The Footy Show. Um, Cocksmith, people have been, you know, they've been crying out to, to ask, where where's your beautiful face gone? Like those hair replacement ads on TV. Um, mm. And I've had to tell them, look, you know, at the end of the day... Um, I just can't afford his likeness. His likeness rights. That's the issue.
1: Yeah, that, and also I haven't had a haircut for fifteen weeks. Um, I'm I'm, so I'm pretty
0: scruffy today. I'll be honest.
1: Um, so I'm I'm looking like the wild man of Borneo at the moment, and uh, um,
0: you know, <laughs> uh, well, uh, we did actually. have already probably put it up, um, but just for people's reference, we're going with the the jaws uh, poster for Rob today, um, and he looks tremendous. Uh, Grant Croxford, long-time listener, often commenter, uh, said he just asked, basically, have you had a botched facelift, was his question, Um, (laughs) and you won't appear again until your legal case has been resolved. So uh, Dr. Kevorkian did a wonderful job on you. So, um, Thanks very much, Grant. Uh, Speaking of Dr. Kevorkian, um, he's worked his magic up there in Queensland because Paul Green has, uh, well, has he fallen on his sword, Cocksmith, or has he been tapped on the shoulder?
1: Oh, mate, they, they would have just said to him that we're not going to renew you. Uh, that's that that that's a as clear as day um, mm-hmm. that they weren't going to renew you, and, and they just probably said to him, "We'll give you the um, uh, you know the option to say that you you're, after yeah,
0: declare you after an NRL coaching job, uh, job, yeah, <laughs> which yeah,
1: exactly, I'm not sure which. Buying, uh, that. Uh, I'm not sure there'll be anyone that will bite on that little bait. Um, Mm. But I certainly don't take the bait as far as he just walked away from that because that job there is about a $300,000 a year job. Plum gig. Plum gig. And you don't walk away from that with no new job to go to unless you've done it for 10 years and you're looking for an out. Mm. Um, He did it for one year. Uh, They had no success other than the last game in a dead rubber. And... um, They've uh, obviously looked at... They're going to be looking at, um, I'd suggest, Billy Slater and Cameron Smith and or um, as a partnership or as one or the other. Um, and Green wasn't in their plans going forward, unfortunately. No.
0: When it first hit, I thought, oh, they've opened the door for Uncle Ben. to come back for a year, but he was pretty quick to rule himself out for the main gig. It doesn't mean that he won't necessarily... Uh, offer some uh, sage wisdom and advice for William Slater if he gets the gig, which seems to be a photo accompli complete at this stage. Smith did say he's not interested in the full-time gig. JT said that he isn't ready for a full-time gig. Mm. Is Billy Slater ready for the full-time gig? No, that's my. No, I don't think
1: so. I, I, I got the. I get the feeling that the best option would be to maybe, and I know this is a new. It'd be a new thing for. For NRL and above league mm. uh, football, but to have co-coaches, I think Smith and and Slater um, as a combination would probably be a good thing. Um, that's 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 what I think. I don't know if they'll go that way. Um, Smith just might be a, a an advisor, you know, a royal advisor or something. Um, Slater would certainly not be ready for an NRL coaches gig. Mm. Maybe they think he can. He can get by with this if he surrounds himself
0: with Thurston and, and Smith and whoever else wants to join the party. One thing that is often said about Origin is that, you know, Queensland's got the monopoly on passion and passion. Um, but it seems to me that they're trying to do the old Freddie Fiddler thing here, aren't they? They're trying to catch a lightning in a... Are they copying New South Wales? Is that what's happening? Because it seems like that's what oh. they're doing.
1: Yeah, well, uh, maybe, mate. I mean um if you if you want to you want to be the best you've got to emulate and then beat the best so at the moment New South Wales are, uh, are probably a little bit of a better organization and team and um, mm. they would you'd never hear Queensland say that um but yeah I think I think they are trying to do a bit of that
0: because there's very similar uh, progressions here Fitler came in in 2018 after the daily years and daily had uh, Turn things around finally in 2014. They won a series. Um, who was New South Wales coach in 20... they won 2014. They didn't win again for three years did they? it was 2018 the next time. So they what they lost, mm-hmm. they lost three under daily after the 2014 thing. All right, so no yeah. one, you know, they're in a bit of a, of a hole, etc. Then they bring in Freddie, he's had that yep. head coaching experience with Lebanon and obviously the Roosters. Um, it just goes magical. They win two in a row, yeah. Queensland. It's not too dissimilar where they're at right now because they had the miracle win of um 2019, 2020, sorry. And that was with a veteran coach though, who came in for that one-off effort. And then Greensborn backwards. They were, they got smashed in two straight series by with Kevy under center. It just seems like they're going, well, you know, if we're going to throw Billy in, coming off a pretty comprehensive series loss, everyone's saying new dynasty for New South Wales. I love that saying. Such garbage. Um, it just seems like it's, you know, if you're going to do it, if you're going to throw Billy and Slater in there, this, this, this isn't isn't the worst idea. I'm not saying he's ready, but when you when you weigh up where they're at versus what Jeff Wales did with Fittler, it looks pretty, it looks a little bit similar, to me. Hmm.
1: Yeah, you, you're probably right, mate. I think I think um, Billy obviously was a legend player, um, and he's a smart dude. Um, He's obviously got his own ideas on how things should be run. I, I mean, there was talk that they, they offered it up to him last year mm. and he did all but, you know, kind of sign on, on the dotted line and then they parachuted um, Green in. So, you know, I'd suggest that that somebody or, or a group of people on the board um, at the QRL have said, you know, we pulled the wrong rein with Green. We're not going to go down that road again. Uh, we need to get some of the... Um, the younger legends back into the fold as far as coaching goes. And and Slater and Smith would be certainly at the top of that list. I'd suggest mm-hmm. with um, uh, with the assistant coaches, the assistant roles they've been doing, not only with um, a bit of origin, but a bit of club football as well. So, um, yeah.
0: But I, of course, don't we, we, know wish, Billy... we wish Billy all the best, don't we? We hope he loses every oh. game, but we wish him all the best.
1: Absolutely, I hope he loses every game, and I don't wish him the best at all. He's had enough of the best <laughs> over the years, so uh, um, I hope I hope for an epic failure. To be perfectly right. honest,
0: let's move on from Origin as much as you love it. Uh, I just wanted to quickly have a look at what teams have been selected for the Finals Week One. We've already given you our tips. We're all going favourites uh, at this stage: Melbourne over Manly, uh, the Roosters over Titans, uh, Panthers over Rabbitohs, and Parramatta over Newcastle. There are some selection and, and team changes that I guess just are worth bringing up and, and just giving out two cents worth on. And the first one off the rank is, how awesome does that Melbourne forward pack and bench look? Yeah.
1: Oh, mate, um, Desi, Desi said, uh, and I just not, I saw a bit of news today. Desi said, mm. with maybe with a bit of tongue in cheek, but uh, Desi uh, threw it out there that maybe Melbourne are impossible to beat. Um, and maybe he's right. Uh who knows? But when they've got their full, when they've got their full complement, geez, they look strong on paper.
0: Bromwich, Smith, Welch, Cafuzy, Bromwich, Finnecane, and then the bench of Grant, Kamikamiza, Asafa Solomona and Hines. It's delicious. It's got everything covered. It's got people who can play longer minutes if they have to. The two forwards off the bench are both impact players. Harry Grant, we know have good ears. and then Nico can just fill any gap that is needed. Uh, the only place I look at as any real uh, witness, I think their three-quarter line is still a little bit sussed offensively. Uh, even uh, if Avakar was there, I'd say the same thing. But Pappy's coming back. I, I just love that team. The only thing from a manly point of view is I'm surprised they didn't make room for uh, Sipley. I thought he'd actually been a bit of an impact player for them this year. Uh, they've gone with yep. Sean Kepi instead uh, of him, which I just, I just thought Sipley, given the minutes that he'll play, which are very minimal... He can make an impact in that 10 minutes. Uh, and, you know, but, you know, credit to Manly, Their team looks pretty good. Uh, it just doesn't look anywhere near as good as Melbourne. Uh, Curtis Siren can't get a run in first grade. Uh, the Roosters, this is the best forward pack they have put on the field almost the entire season. JWH, Verrills, Takiaho, Crichton, Tupanua, Radley. And then for the first time in at least eight weeks, they have some depth in the forwards on the bench. Isaac Liu, Egan Butcher and Fletcher Baker. Are, we, are yep. we having to change our mind about the Roosters going sort of out in the second week? No. No. Is that because Lachlan Lamb is the halfback and Sam Walker's on the bench <laughs> again?
1: Yeah. Maybe Sam Walker will start. Maybe, maybe we'll see some – maybe a little bit of ducks and drakes from, from Robbo this week. I'm not sure. Uh, or, or maybe, you know what, he could, he, Sam Walker could be on the field on the first rotation of a forward. Um, as well, I mean, you might find Lock and Lamb may go to thirteen um, as a you know middle forward, ball playing forward. So, oh. um, you, you could see that he's not he's not a tiny body. He can play in the middle, um, you know. But yeah, I, I'm not going to change my mind about that. I'm, I'm going to say that they'll win this week, but the second week they'll um, they'll get flushed.
0: Uh, the Titans did reveal this week that David Lafita. Has actually got a rib cartilage injury, and apparently that's the reason he's been coming off the bench and it's been. Would so you long. say that? Would you um, say that? If why you would did? you tell anybody? Why would insane. you say that to unless, anyone I, I, unless he said it? I, I just saw it was reported that he had a rib. I just, uh, anyway, so he'll be coming off the bench again. You can just you know guarantee that, um, and so mm-hmm. the uh, Roosters have to counter uh, Procter and Femore with Crichton and Tepa That's going to be hard. Um, do, you,
1: do you think? Do you uh, think that? that- do you think JWH and Radley will be waiting for Fafita to come on and testing and finding
0: out... Which They've just given Radley a good reason to hit someone below the head. I mean, you just made the game plan easy for young Vic. <laughs> wow. Why would you say it? <laughs> well, I don't mind I don't the team it. as a anyway. whole, the Titans, but I will also say this. Can we just settle down on the uh, AJ Brimson to 5'8 garbage? Jaden Campbell, I like what I've seen, but just a little bit of perspective, please. Brimson is a very handy player at fullback. They are missing him big time. Uh, Panthers, no real surprises uh, for them. Everyone, as you'd expect, the only real selection decision they had to make was Spencer Leno or Matt Eisenhoof or Targo on the bench. I probably would have gone Eisenhoof if he's fit rather than uh, Lino, but uh, it's not a bad side. I guess the question with um, Penrith is, do they move, kick out of the bench and start Liam Martin? I wouldn't. I do what they've
1: been doing. My, my only weird one with all of that is Momorowski and Crichton. I think they're in the wrong. I think they're the wrong way around. Yeah, uh, I reckon Crichton needs to be in the centre as a group. Well, uh, what I think is Crichton needs to be in the centres in attack, and then if you need to, then flip him over in defence. Uh, how does Paul Momorowski go?
0: Uh, throw a dummy if he's on the wing? <laughs> it's his whole, no, game plan, sure, but, it's his um, whole game plan, mate. His whole game plan. The bunnies have gone with taking throw a dummy. <laughs> some, yep. some wingers would, um, take that dummy uh, when do they play Parramatta mm-hmm. um, Ale- Blake uh, Tafe is at fullback uh, Walker Reynolds in the halves although we will wait till kickoff or now before kickoff to see what that actually is the way it pans yeah. out Jaden Sewer mm-hmm. is in the back row and Jay Arrow back to the bench, I actually don't mind that I think Arrow's been a bit of a force when he's come off the bench, um, yeah. but I think you don't, if Sewer's not getting involved, which he's prone to do I don't think you waste much time and, and pull him off if that's not working. Uh but it's the best it team works? to ask him. pretty. Hmm? Sorry, go on. Here you go. She is. It's a family program, Cocksmith. Uh Paramount Eels. Um, speaking of family programs and looking after people by giving them an easy first round uh walk through the semis. I'm being harsh. Um they've got Campbell Gillard back. They've got Race Hooker for Joey Lusick, who's Injured Ray Stone
1: played himself into that, mate. With his <laughs> defensive efforts last week, Ray Stone was going to play this week, come
0: hell or high water. I want to ask you why Sean Lane and Murado Corey are the second rowers when Isaiah Papaliti is on the bench, Bryce Cartwright's on the bench, and Ryan Madison's 18th man. What is Brad Arthur doing? Don't know about the Papali Papa thing, mate. He's
1: been their best forward all year.
0: And, and they moved starting him to prop. the
1: game and playing as many minutes as possible.
0: They moved into property went out of the game. And now they're moving into the bench to play off the bench as a prop. I'm sticking Sorry, with mate. Para, but fair dinkum. Um, Newcastle, they've named Dan Safidi. That's good for them. But Clemmer has also been named with the rib injury as well. I, I just can't get excited about Newcastle, even with Parramatta not having a hooker. Yeah, I'm not excited about Newcastle at all. Nice. Well, that's the weekend. Uh through the teams, we've given you some coaching stuff. We've gone for an hour. What is going on? Yeah. Oh.
1: Should we Should we reconvene next week and see how wrong we got it?
0: Oh, we'll be wrong. There's no doubt we'll be wrong. Someone <laughs> will get upset. Um, <laughs> I'm happy if it's Parramatta, but uh, uh, we'll We'll see what happens. Uh, everybody, you can grab us obviously on Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter. Uh, give us a rating if, you get, uh, if you're so inclined, and I uh, hope you've enjoyed. Yeah, so rating.
1: Possible. We need a rating this week.
0: It'd be nice. You know?
1: And a, and a review even. But if you leave it negative one, then I don't want that. To be all. fair,
0: people haven't just been reading, leaving ratings at all. They haven't been positive or negative, but you know. So we haven't well, gone down in the rankings. Um, but that's sort of good. Uh, we'll speak to you next time. Cocksmith, take us out. I'll catch you next week, mate. Pep's there. No um, worries. I'm going
1: to cook a burger, a, bur- a couple of burgers for my family. I've got a, I got a Wagyu steak porterhouse tonight.
0: Whoa. yeah, I splurged. Wow, I splurged. Good on you, mate. It looks yeah. tremendous. <laughs> right all as right, soon but... as we
1: can get, as soon as we can get out of this oh, lockdown, you and I head into a steakhouse. All right? So much steak on my coin.
0: And then we'll go, right. then we'll turn around, and then we'll go back to it, and then we'll turn around, and then we'll go back. Yeah, whatever. Not show, it's people's escape. It's people's relaxation, and. We need to do everything t- in order to continue that great uh, tradition of: Not that show. show? Mm, birthday boy, Pepsi.